Hey, you're listening to the Prime Culture Podcast. This Prime Culture is for the dreamers, the schemers, and the believers. We're here to introduce a whole new generation to the abundant life. We're here for the prime of our lives. Here, look, here's my question. My question is, what's the difference between oily and glowy? Because like, I feel, I feel like, I feel low key like some type of wear. It's like, hey, you need some powder for your face. Because I do agree, we need makeup, a makeup department for the podcast. Yes, I mean at least a face powder. So if there's anyone out there that We're wants taking to, haps that, that wants to come on a Tuesday for frizzy, and, hey, I, you know I, we'll feed I'm, you. Shoot, come, if come anybody can just blow dry my hair, because <laughs> that'll really help. But, <laughs> ooh, you okay? I'm over here messing with the stuff. <laughs> But for most girls bom, right now, bom. we want to look glowy, <laughs> not oily. You're asking me. Okay, what's the difference? What's the difference so between oily and oily? is like when you look like you have manteca on your face. When you have Respectfully. grease. When you have First grease. of all, tell me, me you're Mexican <laughs> without telling me you're Mexican. You have manteca. You use the manteca word. What's manteca? It's like oil. Lard. Like it's lard or vegetable shortening. oil. That's how, that's how if, if you're of the Caucasian persuasion, you say shortening. It's shortening. Lard, lard. is the... Less other way to say it, but you manteca. You want to be dewy in the right places. But what's or glowy, the like, so like, like in am the I dewy? Cheeks. Am I dewy right now? I don't know. I'm not in the. Yeah, because that's confusing to me. Because this is how we do. I feel like girls have their whole, <laughs> the whole like I want to look like glowy, meaning like my skin shines a little bit. But yes. then, so what's so when is it too? When is it too much and it becomes oily? When it starts well, dripping. Well, I th- it's definitely like in the T-zone area and it's kind of thick. It's not thin. So mm. a glow is a nice, subtle, thin layer that when the light hits you, it's like, ooh, you look healthy. But not when the light hits you and it's like, ooh, dang, you need a, a block. So how do I look right now? Blah, blah, blah. You look no, healthy, boy. Good. Yeah, you're looking good. Ooh, I do? Yeah. Okay, girl. <laughs> you do too. You look pretty. Thank you. You guys good? Yeah. I'm good. Oh, man. I love y'all love so, you. so love much. You. We, um, we're having the best weather today. Yes. yes. Sweater weather. Uh, sweater weather in El Paso, Texas. Finally. Hey, by the way, we, I meant to do this last time or like the last couple of times that we shot, but I keep forgetting. Like, I know there's a lot of people that watch the pod from outside of the city, but I want to know where you're watching from. Yeah. yeah, we never asked. You know what I'm saying? So I think number one, if you catch us on YouTube, leave us a comment if you're from outside the city. Like, I just want to know if we're worldwide or not. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> International. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> Prestige worldwide, baby. Um, I just want to know where you're watching from. Yeah. By the way, little known fact. So it's cloudy. That's what we're talking about. It's cloudy yeah. and rainy in El Paso. And cloudy and cloudy and rainy days are when uh, the gift that God gave me of ADD goes full force. Really? Full Is throttle. Is that like documented like within you or do listen, you who told you who told you have you my, been listening my, to this podcast <laughs> who told you my life told me bro okay. like no no like, no I mean there there could be something correlated that's what I'm asking yeah no because look because typically typically like in my work day like I'm pretty I'm pretty like straight lined I'm like I'm not like ah you know um but like today I've just been kind of like goofy you know yeah. what I'm saying? And so I just feel like it's always on a cloudy day. Yeah. You know? Cloudy days for us desert people, it's just the best. It's it the really best, is. Dude. The best. It gets me in a good moody meal. We went to the gym this morning and Ooh, we're like, bro, this it was weather beautiful. is everything. I feel so chill on cloudy weather 
And most people feel sad or (laughs) depressed. And I just feel so calm. It's just like, nobody's going to bother me today. No, I love it. Everybody's- For us that we lack water or rain, we appreciate it. Yes. No, I I, I totally love it. I think think cloudy weather, rainy weather, um, just- Puts you in, puts you in a space, right? Where it's just like, yeah, I like it, I like it. Yeah, usually because we don't have it. <laughs> yeah, I know, <laughs> no doubt. So anyway, back to the point. Um, wherever you're watching from, let us know. Let like us know. for like, if you're in the city, love you guys so so much for real. Thanks for rocking with us. Um, but if you're outside of El Paso, TX, let us know. So if you're watching on YouTube, if you're catching the content on YouTube, leave us a comment. Um, wherever else you're watching from, shout us out on DM. Yes, like give us a DM or shout us out on, on IG. We'll repost you, I promise. Andrew, can we do that? Can we repost? Like if someone says, hey, this is where I'm from, this is where I'm watching from, like we'll just repost you on the on the, on the the culture story. It'll be fun. Someone, be say, fun. someone say France and then even if you're lying and then we'll repost it. <laughs> oh, bro, bro, don't let me hear that we have someone from France. Don't like, let me, oh, we have an international young don't adult ministry. <laughs> Just don't let me hear we're international. We're pretty much a, a, a big deal. I'm gonna start doing the podcast in suits. <laughs> oh my gosh. But yeah, let us know, y'all. Like, Cruz, why do you have a big old chain now? Because I'm international. <laughs> I've been places. <laughs> my voice has been places. You heard? You heard that you're so dumb, bro. You heard? Hey, so like we're leaning into, <laughs> this is how, it has nothing to, it's a hard transition. Yes. Zero segue. What are we talking about but today? today I want to talk about this. I want to talk about how do we know the will of God? Okay. How do we know the will of God? I think all of us can agree. One of the things that we hear on a regular basis from young adults is yeah. like, Yo, Pastor Philippe at PD, PC, like, how do I know God's will for my life? Like, how do I know God's will for my life? And so I just, I, I want to unpack that a little bit. Obviously, there's a, a couple of perspectives that I want, I, I want to focus on. But like, by and large, I just want us to help our young adults for the next several minutes just say, t- take the mystery out of knowing the will of God. Yeah. You know, I, I, I think that... Um, we turn the will of God into this thing that's super mysterious. Like, you know, like a lot of times when you don't, when you don't understand or when, when you don't fully, the, the thing is you don't know the word. And if you don't know the word, <laughs> it's pride. Did we just, it's still pride. <laughs> Which by the way, by the way, we were at the gym today, me and Felipe. Yeah. And we had one of the guys that like showed up. I mean, I was there too. I know you were there too, but you were on the were other side of the gym. <laughs> wow. But, but look, we had one of the guys that showed up and he actually rocks with the culture. And uh, like last culture night, he brought like four or five guys like with, with him to culture night. And he came up and he was like, hey, it's still, still pride. pride, right? And I was just like, you watch the pot. Let's go, baby. Let's go. I love it. You watch the pot. No, but I think a lot of times when you use statements like, you know, man, I just, God moves in mysterious ways. God's just ways mm. just so mysterious. Um, it's connected to like, I just don't understand God. You know what I mean? Or a cultural habit that somebody said that you learned that you just repeat. Right. Because you mm-hmm. have no clue. Right. No, for real. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right. Like, are, are there other variations that you guys hear of people making statements like that? Or is it pretty consistent? Yeah. Well, I think there's both sides of it, which is some people think it's just like very plain and simple and they don't think outside the box. Like we were talking about in the last pod, which you don't challenge kind of like the status quo in your life or your mm-hmm. family. But I think one of the ones that I hear is like, it's like almost like a riddle. It's like, mm. I have to, I have to really think like, and I have to think on that thought and then I have to break that down and then break the next one down. And then yeah, eventually I'll yeah. find it. And it's like this really difficult thing to find. Right. And it's only if I hear it right. And only if I get it right. Yeah. So, and, but honestly, I was there as a young adult. 
Yeah. Like I, I can totally too, relate yeah. to that in where I overcomplicated the will of God. And then I sometimes thought the simple assignment that was in front of me was not the will of God. It's too simple. It's too simple. Right. Like, yes, dude. Yes. It's like, no, right. that can't be it. That's too obvious. <laughs> no, I agree. And but, it was so like stringent. Like, man, if I choose the wrong me, like that's it. Like that's, yeah, that's I'm a good like point. out of the will of God, you know? And it's like, really? Like there's only one person for you in the whole entire universe. Let's start there. And my if goodness. you don't, Find that one, then you mess it up for the you, next you, one. Dude, like, no, you, you just blow up you the, world. the If you marry the wrong one, like, okay, I love Honestly, that you brought Honestly, I used to. When I was young adult, yeah. yeah like, Diana, I love that you brought that up. Like, hey, how do I know she's the one? I just, exactly. That's too much. What if, so I marry, what if I marry somebody else's wife, bro? Exactly. For real. No, you just mess it up for the rest of humanity. Thank you very I much. I married Mary <laughs> instead of Sue, and now the whole world's kaput. My, the whole world's what? Yeah, just done. <laughs> But the whole, the whole was what? I'm not going to repeat it. Kaboom. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, kaboom. No, but, but, yeah. I, but I think I think there's this thing. I love that we're talking about this, where it's like we resist certain things that, that God is, may obviously be trying to do in your life because it's too simple. Yeah. That I love that. Like, why do we want God to be complicated? Mm-hmm. Right? Well, I like, think we want God to come the way we want him to come. Yeesh. Like, have you seen that? I mean, I've heard this story where, there's a person drowning in the pool, mm. right? And it's like, save me, save me. Oh, I've heard and this so many times. Yeah, the Lord literally, or somebody will drop um, like a rope. And it's like, no, save God's me. God's going to save yeah. me. God's going to save God's, me. And then somebody comes like with a helicopter or whatever. And it's all these different ways. Like, no, but God's going to save me. God's going to save me. But it's not the way you expect it. And the right. Lord's like, I've been giving you different 100%. avenues. And you refuse to take it. So I don't know. Do, does the person drown? Yes. the, per, the yeah. so, so I'll end it for you. The person drowns, right? And oh, he goes, yeah, to heaven. Heaven. And they're like, God, why didn't you save me? Bro, and he's I like, bro, you I gave you a rope. Yeah. I brought you a kid with the floaties. I sent a helicopter. You didn't want any of them. Right. I love that. I and love all, that. And all that means is that that one person had an expectation exactly. of what it should look like to be delivered from God. And Hello. kept refusing any other yeah. packages that like, came their yeah. way. Maybe that guy was expecting like a, like a light from heaven and just levitate into <laughs> heaven. Maybe that's what he was expecting. Wow. And yeah. if, since it didn't look like that, maybe he didn't go wow. with it. This is all figurative, by the way. We don't know this person at all. <laughs> <laughs> but we all know this person. But we all know them. <laughs> Respectfully. Right. I know you. Respectfully. Yeah, respectfully. Hey, do, do, do you guys know more people than us that use the word respectfully? Yes, I think our whole worship team uses respectfully now. I like when we're it. making like real tweak, like eat tweaks for our ears, we'll be like, hey, can I have less keys? Respectfully. Yeah. <laughs> Bro, I had a, I told you today, but then I, t- I had a tough leave. I, had, I was doing a counseling uh, session with uh, <laughs> with a young adult recently. It was hilarious. We're going to need and, a, our first yeah, bro, blip. I, I'm going to need you to boop, right? Just kidding. Time it with me. Ready, Andrew? So, uh, so, the, so they were in there with me and they're just like, you know, pastor, I just, man, I just came in. I, I finished recovery and recovery was awesome. And, you know, I just want to come talk to you because I want to uh, share some of the plans I have for my life because I just got to get my... Together, <laughs> respectfully. <laughs> I just got to get my and what together, <laughs> respectfully. And what you say? Okay, you just finished recovery. I would have laughed Thank you so for hard. Being here. No, dude, I wanted to so bad, but I didn't want to break like I didn't want to break like the the, the character, like the moment yeah, or, yeah, or yeah. the persona or like even ethically. But inside, I was like, <clears throat> you know, it was the best. It was the best, bro. Um, respectfully, res- respectfully, respectfully, you know, but we all know that person. I think we've all been that person, right? Yeah. Where we question the will of God. I think there's a lot of things that float around just, uh, uninformed statements that became like old wives tales, mm-hmm. right. Or fables that they just got repeated so much. Mm-hmm. Um, like I remember a statement that we grew up with, which now I agree with it, 
But before it was, it was, it, it was a source of fear for me where people would say, Cruz, the safest place in the whole world is in the will of God. The safe, which to me told me like, well, if I don't get the will of God, I'm not going to be safe. Yeah. Right. So I would just like walk around like, what's, but what's the will of God? Yeah. Like, what's the will of God for me? Right. And so, wow. you know, I think, I think that I love that we're asking the question, how do I know the will of God versus what is the will of God? Because I'm, I'm, I'm just going to present this to us for the, for, for the sake of the conversation. I firmly believe that the will of God is more about how than what mm -hmm. I really do. And I think if, 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 I'm, if I'm sharing my story about wrestling with the will of God, it was more about, God, what am I supposed to do? Right. Tell me what to do. And I'll do Just it. Just tell me mm -hmm. what to do. And often when I was asking, what is the will of God? I, what I'm asking and what I'm saying is, God, I want to know what you know yeah. is what I'm saying, mm -hmm. right? Which I think to a degree, the Lord offers us a perspective of what he knows. Like As I'm thinking about this, I'm thinking about John 15, mm -hmm. where Jesus says, I no longer call you servants. I call you my friends. Mm -hmm right? Because the friend doesn't, the servant doesn't know what the master is doing, but I've revealed to you everything that my father has revealed to me. However, knowing what Jesus knows is built on how I relate with him, with him. Mm -hmm. not right. so much knowing what he knows. Right, right. Do you know what I'm saying? And yeah. I think a lot of times when you get to know someone or when you're building relationship, you learn more about how or who, about who they are based off of how or yeah, why they right. do things rather than what they do. Cause like we all walk and we all dress and we all whatever, but like, I know about a lot to both of you about how you care about how you look about, about how your personality is, is framed based off of me knowing you personally, not just knowing your actions yeah, yeah. specifically. Does that make right. sense? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you're well, talking about like having an interaction and relationship with the father and not just knowing like his plan, like, okay, give me your one, two, threes. Like, no, let me just spend time with you so I can understand who you are as a person and relating to him in that Absolutely. way. And once we relate to the father in that way, we realize that he's a good father. So wherever we go, wherever he is, that's going to be good. 100%. And that's going to be his will. I love, I love the emphasis on relationship with, with the Lord. As a, and I don't want to say the first step, but as a very pivotal step in in walking in the will of God or knowing or how do you know the will of God is, I I just really think that put I, I want to put a big emphasis on knowing the character of the Lord, yes, and knowing His disposition towards you, yes, because yeah. then it'll be easier to understand whether a step forward is the right step or maybe a step to the right or step to the left. No, that's brilliant. Because I think relationship. Honestly, I'm thinking about it. I'm like, man, you can't know the will of God outside of relationship. Yep. Because then you'll just say, how do I get the fruit of God? That's not what we're exactly. talking about. Yeah. Because then it, when you're in the will of God, you produce many, like multiple kinds of fruit. You'll, you'll go in a, in a way that, it, that you'll be in the will of God and you'll be in multiple assignments. Bro. You'll be, if you're in the will of God, you'll, you'll be in, you'll live in different places. Right. Yeah. And you'll, if we're not careful, like don't lose that thought, but I want to yeah. throw this in there. And, and you'll be doing the right things outside of the will of God. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like, because you don't have a relationship with God. And that's what Jesus, I think that's what Jesus is saying in John 15. Mm. What he's saying is, I want you to know my heart for you, yeah, not yeah. just a task list. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know, I'm not, I, I'm, I'm not going to ever to give you a how. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, I'm not going to give you, tell you what to do, but I'm going to tell you how to do it yeah. based yeah. off of knowing my character, mm -hmm. you know? And I wonder if one of the, th just, that's if good. you guys are taking notes, which I hope you are, a lot of you do. Um, but I, th I think we should write this down, right? Like, like this is how I know the will of God when I have right relationship with God, yeah. mm -hmm. right? Right. With, the way I'm thinking about it is the right relationship 
will always lead to the right decisions. Amen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Does that make sense? Because I mean, think about it. Even the, just go with me on this thought. Like you're walking with your father, right? And you're going somewhere together. I, when I when I remember like just walking with my dad to different places, where he tell me, "Hey, you want to come with me? We're going here." Like I. I never wondered whether I was going to make the right turn or not. Cause my father was exactly. the, the immediate direction is there. The closeness to his voice is there. There it is. When I hear him say, go, I'll go. But my closeness to him is so needed. And, and so like, it's, it's, I don't know. I can't find the word to say, but it's, it's, it's pivotal that my relationship and my closeness to him is there. Cause then out of relationship direction follows or the, the ability to respond to his voice is much more quicker. So um, and, and, and one of the beautiful things that you have shared with me, Cruz, is that with the Lord, you could you could be you can get caught doing rather than being. Mm. And when I'm being a son, and mm-hmm. when I'm walking with the Lord, I'm not concerned about like is this the right way? Are we going the right way? Are we lost? Are we no? I'm being a son. Mm-hmm. I'm being a daughter. And when I'm with my father, everything kind of lines up. So yeah. I, in a way, I guess bringing back to the thought, I I think a part of a pivotal part of being in in the will of God is relationship. Yeah. Do I know his character? Like, there's so yeah. many people that I talk to that are like, I don't know if this is the right thing for me. Or I don't know if what's happening to me is the will of God. Like this job, I lost my job. It's probably with the will of God because I'm like, maybe I'm going the wrong path. And right. well, they make do you know excuses. The, do you know the character of the Lord? Would you want, do you think the Lord <laughs> wants you to lose your job and lose your ability to, does that make sense? I feel like you can lose so much and you can mysteri- Well, you can make the will of God very mysterious when there's a lack of relationship. Or you're you trying can to guess the will of God, like your excuse of this is why I'm not succeeding. Oh, the Lord didn't open that door. Wow. Even though you, he must I be mean, trying to teach me something. Right. Wow. But the Lord says, I, I mean, the word says, right. Um, in Matthew, your heavenly father wants you to ask, seek and knock. Right. So he can yeah. reveal, reveal things to you. But if you're not seeking him and you're not asking and you're not knocking, then you're just making excuses. Yeah. So it's also an active form of getting to know who he is. I agree because I've never thought of it until now. Like you typically don't ask someone you're not in relationship with. Right. You typically don't seek someone out that you don't have relationship and you're not knocking on doors typically that you don't know who that is. That you're not confident. So it's all based on relationship. relationship. Oh my gosh. I think it's impossible to be in the will of God outside of relationship. Yeah, and when That's you're a in good re- statement right there, yeah. bro. And when you're in relationship, even like you said, even though you're in a fog, even though you're in a place where you don't know which way to go, because you know him, you know he's going to direct your path. That's Very what good. the word says. Very so good. So if you go back to Psalms, like the Lord says, like, I'll direct your path. But if you don't know and you can't trust him as your father, as your guide, because you don't know him, that's when you're back to square one. You're full of anxiety, worry, and fear because you don't trust your father. Yeah, you know, or beyond that, 100%, like like letting him direct your path, direct your steps, acknowledging him first, mm-hmm. right? Um, but not just fear, anxiety, all of that, but self-sufficiency, which is the right. other side of it, right? We're like, oh, I'm enough. Stronger oh, enough. I got this. Yeah. I know exactly Self-made, what I'm supposed yeah. to do, right? Which let's be honest, right? Like if you've lived as long as I've lived, I'll be 44 this year. Good Lord. Good Lord, that's uh, a man. <laughs> it was a good year, but like <laughs> weird. Um, <laughs> what? Um, no, no, no. But like when, when I think about it, right? Like I'm old enough now to look back at my young adult years when I- when I led my life with this absolute certainty, I got it. I know exactly what God wants. I know exactly. And it's just like 20 years later, it's like, dude, I'm doing nothing that I thought was the will of God yeah. for my life 20 years ago, right? Um, and so I think, yes, fear, 
uncertainty, but then I think the opposite of that is certainty where I'm just, Oh, I'm absolutely certain. And, yeah. and what happens is when we, when we make the will of God about certainty, we remove the need for God. Right. The yeah. moment I have certainty. Now I'm not saying don't be confident, right? Right. Because relationship and proximity and intimacy with the father creates a confidence. Yeah. Sure. I'm confident that where, wherever you are is where I'm supposed to go. Yep. You always remind me of this where you say, you know, like, because the three of us get a chance to really collaborate and synergize together for the direction of our, our young adult community. And one of the things, Felipe, that you do a good job of just stewarding with, with me and Diana, like reminding me and Diana of is, look, Moses said it this way, we don't want to go anywhere if you're not there. Yeah, if you're not going with us, please, he, Moses begs the Lord, please don't send us. If don't you're send not us. With us. Man, yeah. I don't, God, that's incredible. Oh my God. I don't want to go. I, please don't make me go there if you're not going to be there. And what I fear is that sometimes we can become so certain about what we think the will of God is for our life, whether it's based off of um, arrogance, Right. Still pride, Still right? Pride. Self-sufficiency. Um, self-sufficiency, short-sightedness. Very narrow. Right, just very uh -huh. narrow thinking. What happens is we can technically do the work of, of God mm -hmm. and do what we could label as God's Good. work without including the God of the work, yes, right? Amen. Matthew 7 says it this way, in that day, many will say to me, Lord, Lord, in yeah. your name, we cast out devils. We healed the sick. The blind saw. We preached the gospel. And the Lord says, but on that day, I'll say, depart from me, wicked servants. I never mm -hmm. knew you. Right? So what, what is Jesus doing? This is in red letters, Matthew yeah. 7, 21. He, it's in red letters. Jesus is saying, I cannot have my will, you can't have the work without me. Without yeah. Me. You, like, and it's, well, actually, what he's saying is it's possible to have, do the work without me. You don't ever want to be caught with that. And what Jesus is saying in that is your hearts, uh, your hearts were far from me. What he's saying is you never allowed me to influence your heart. Mm. You'd never allowed me full access and you never became fully, you never became fully what I intended for you. Right. So I, I think, I think this is a good, a good thought for us to share where let's not make the will of God about what I'm doing versus who I'm doing it with. Yeah. yeah. Right. Cause I, I would venture to say this, that now this can sound a little scandalous. Okay. But just, but just rock me, rock, rock with me. Okay. I believe anything can be the will of God when you're doing it God's way. Amen. I do. I honestly don't think God cares I agree. about what you do with your life, as long as you honor him, depend on him and do it to his glory. Well, I think it goes back to what you were saying too, but inserting the fear of the Lord, mm. you know what I mean? Because when you do things without the Lord, you don't have the fear of him. Right. And so then you don't get, you don't, you can't step into fully knowing who he is without the fear. And what does that mean? That means that sin becomes easy for you. So mm -hmm. that means that you can, do like whatever you want to do without feeling bad. And mm. that's where it's like, okay, how do you know you're in the will of God? Like, can, when you sin, do you feel repentant? No, well, the fear, you know what the, I mean? And that's the fear of the Lord. And can you adjust like, man, woe be unto us to where we live a secret life of sin and not ever feel bad. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So just bringing in that aspect. Cause of, being in the will and the will of God, like, if you're in relationship with the Lord and you're in close and intimacy with him, sin is not, or, or avoiding situations where you know you'll sin or yeah. falling short or whatever. That is 
that is being in the will of God. Though. Correct. Exactly. But, you, but here's the, here's the we thing. We make it about a destination exactly. or we make yes. it about an outcome exactly. or about fruit. Yes. And exactly. you just quoted John 15, which makes me think about if you abide in me. And I'm I abide in you. If you, you cannot do anything apart from me. Right. That's the point right there. You can't do anything without it, connection. I'm the vine, you're the, you're branches. the branches. And he says, <coughs> and he says, you, with me, you'll do fruit that remains, that lasts forever. Wow. So yes, there is possibility to do, to bear fruit, yeah. some sort of fruit outside of the Lord. But how that, how's that working for you five years later? Yeah. Jeez, Yeah, man. like how's your spirit? No, but I want to bring this, I want to bring it back to this thought about the fear of the Lord, right? The scripture says the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, right? You need the wisdom of God to do, to walk in the will of God, right? And, but the fear of the Lord comes from relationship yep. with God. Let, him. Let's remind you what our, t- our church teaches in terms of the fear of the Lord. The fear of the Lord is to live every day, mm-hmm. right? to live every day with a deep sense of reverential accountability to the mm-hmm. Lord. Everything I'm doing is for the Lord. Yeah. Everything I'm doing should represent the Lord. Everything I'm doing is in the presence of the Lord. Mm-hmm. So let me let me bring this to our attention then. And so if that's true, and if I'm living in the fear of God, which mm-hmm. you, I don't know, I, I, I think another takeaway is I can't live in the will of God without fear, fear of the Lord. The yeah. Lord. I, there's no way. You cannot have the fear of the Lord. You cannot have a sense of reverence and accountability to God and say, I want the will of God. Because when God says, okay, then I'm, I'm going to ask you this. If I don't have fear of the Lord, I can say, nah, never mind. Nah, yep. Never mind. Right? But fear of the Lord is not just for, for big things. It's for every aspect of our life. You guys made such a beautiful point. It's for like our everyday decision-making, mm-hmm. right? Which the will of God is for that everyday decision-making, right? Because it's not for, look, when I hear young adults, it's all the big stuff. Yeah. Like what I do, where do I go to college? What I do after college? What about my first job? What about my, my spouse? What insurance do I get? What, what do I buy this house? I'm having my first kid. And it's all these big old milestones. Yeah. But, the, but, but the will of God is not just for big moments in life. It's for every day life. One of, my, one of the scriptures that I refer to when I think about processing the will of God, I mean, I was a young adult when, when I was... There's a message that I used to preach like 15 years ago called whatever, whenever, right? And it was about the will of God. And it was something I was sorting through when I was trying to discover God's will for our life and direction for our life. And the thought is, is that whatever you do, whatever you do can become the will of God whenever you do it in, in this way. And it comes from Colossians 3.17. And Colossians 3.17 says it this way. And whatever you do, mm-hmm. that's everything. Mm-hmm. Whatever you do, no matter what it is, in word or, or deed, indeed. do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, in dependence upon his person and giving praise to the Father through him. Amen. Whatever you do, the will of God is for whatever you do. Yes. Not just for your next job, not just to climb the corporate ladder, yeah. not just to have the right spouse and all of that, which yes, the will of God will lead you to that, mm-hmm. absolutely. But it's for whatever Amen. you do, whether it's in word or deed. And I love these the couple points. Number one, he says, do it in the name of the Lord. The word name means nature. So if you want to know how do I know the will of God is what you're, here's how you know you're working in the will of God when you're walking in the nature of the Lord Jesus. What's his nature? Son, you pointed it out, yep. right? Sonship. Sonship. Am I walking in relationship with God? You know, I, it's unfortunate. Let's, let's park it here. Let's land it here for a couple of seconds. I think it's, I think it's so interesting. Now I'm not throwing stones, but I'm making observations that we have this dissonance when it comes to faith and when it comes to really obeying and being in submission to the Lord, I'll have young adults come and talk to me and say, Hey pastor, will you pray for our relationship? Mm, yeah. And I'll say, are y'all married? And they'll say, no, but we live together. So you're asking me 
to ask God <laughs> to bless your sin. That's yeah. Wait, that's, wait. You, you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Right. Like that's like. <clears throat> and again, I'm not. I'm not throwing stones, and I'm not trying to. I'm, I'm not. Try, I'm not trying to make anyone feel bad or guilty. But it is my job, our job, to confront and present truth. Right. In that, I'm not walking in a nature of submission. I'm not walking in a nature of sonship. Yeah. I'm not walking in a nature of like, you're my father, I'm your son, I'm gonna walk according to your command and in obedience to you. On the contrary, I'm gonna go do it however I want right. and <laughs> ask you to, to come, come along. do whatever I want. Mm-hmm. You know, does that make sense mm-hmm. to us? Right? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and I think that if we're not careful, we'll do things with good intentions mm-hmm. and call that God's will. Right. Yeah. But there's a difference between God's will and goodwill. Yeah. And one of them is about secondhand stuff. I'm going to leave it alone. Mm. I'm going to leave it alone. But <laughs> don't, go, don't listen, go thrifting, but don't live a thrift life. Yeah, it's Come good. on. One liners. Hello. Do you know what I'm saying? Because so many of us will live a secondhand life. We'll live a thrift life. We'll live a less than kind of life. Yeah. Why? Because we, we, want, we, we want to say, you know what? This is goodwill. Yeah. Like this, this is okay. This, yeah. is, this, is, this is good. This is good. But it's never God. Right, right. Do you know what I mean? You know, I can't stop thinking about this when you're saying this. It makes me think of the story when uh, Moses goes up to the mountain and he's going to get the Ten Commandments and then the people are waiting for him mm. and then they make, they want to worship God their way or whatever and then they make their own calf. Yeah. And um, I think some of us don't necessarily love the will of God. So we will, we will create a God that supports our will. Mm. Yeah. Good. And then, we, I mean, that it, it has a- My goodness. It has a long- I mean, sometimes it'll work out for a little bit, but then eventually it right. leads you to to destruction. It leads you, it leads you to des- multiple places, right? So the whole point, I, and I love that we're talking about relationship and that you can be in the will of God without relationship because it'll naturally, you'll develop a God that supports your will. Yep. Because you think, become your God. <laughs> uh-huh, it's an idol, yeah. which yeah. Most, most, most of us now, we struggle with, I, we've struggled with idolatry since the beginning. Yeah. All of us do. Um, well, I think nobody really knew how to call it like that you, until lately. <laughs> you might be disappointed. Like you might be listening. You might be disappointed because you thought it was going to pan out this way and you thought it was going to do this way. And you're upset at the Lord and you're upset at him. And can I tell you that you are upset at the wrong God? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're upset at, at something like, like, the, wow. the, like the story of Israel. They're just... They're literally looking at a, at a calf made out of gold. That thing has no life. The Bible says that you're worshiping gods that have nothing. They don't move. They don't breathe. They don't eat. They don't do anything. Yeah. Um, and, um, and you might be upset. You might be wasting your time. You might be wasting tears and wasting like just effort. And why didn't it come out this way? When, when you made yourself an idol, when you made yourself a God that supported your will and you're trying to get account, you're trying to hold somebody accountable for it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's like, wait, who, which gods? Whose gods were who's you fault, under? Whose fault is this anyway? You know, but I love yeah. that you're saying that, right? Because the whole thought of an idol, man, I don't remember where it is in the scripture, but it says, it's, it's the book of Psalms. For sure, it's the book of Psalms. It says, and they have, uh, we, they bow mm-hmm. down to these, these man-made things. They have eyes, but they, they don't see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, this is the tragedy of building an idol of our own will. Yeah. And when we worship our will and call it God, yeah. right? Oh my goodness, that's a big conversation, yeah. man. I want to talk about that so bad, right? Like, because you we you were you do worship 
we we're all built for worship. We all worship, mm-hmm. you know. And like, if you want me to, you said, "Well, Pastor Cruz, I don't know. Like, tell me what I worship. Well, show me where, you, like, talk show to me, me where your treasure is. Show me yeah. where your treasure is. Show, show, me where, show me where your time is. Show me where your thoughts are. Show me where your money is. I'll tell you what you worship. Yeah, one hundred percent. Right. That's why the Lord says, "With all your mind, hello, with all your heart, with all your soul, on, with all your strength. Come on, oh, man. Love the Lord um, your God." You know, and I think I think back to the point of like you get fr- we get frustrated at these at these gods when they fail us because they look like they should. Like they should work. They look like they should. You have eyes. Why don't you see? They have mouths, but they don't speak. They have ears, but they don't hear. This is so crazy. But right look now. at this. The, the 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 most tragic thing about that though, the book of Psalms says it this way, and I think that's what frustrates us the most. Why didn't it work? The scripture says, because their worshipers become like them. Mm. That's what the book of Psalms says. The book of Psalms says that the when you the worshipers of those idols become like the idols they worship. Yeah. And you have hands, but they're not doing anything. And you have eyes, but they're not seeing. And you have ears, oh but gosh. you're not hearing. And you have feet, and you're not moving. And you have life, and you're not living. Why? Yeah. Because we've been bowing at the the will oh of our my. own desires, and we're yeah. bowing at the will at the idol of our own will. And this takes so much courage to actually confront. Oh my gosh! To bro. like, can you look in the mirror and be mad at yourself? Because yeah. you're right. Yeah. I, you, oh my God. Go I'm on. just having, I know I have nothing to say. I'm just saying mm-hmm. this is so like, I feel the Lord on this so strong right now. Um, Because it, <coughs> our young, our young adult ears are always in that place of who has our heart. Right. Like who has my heart, my career, my longing for my longing to have a family, my longing to have a, a, a three, I don't know, six digit income. The, my, my idol of, of wanting to get out of the city, <laughs> you know, my, my wanting- San Antonio. It's <laughs> like, and Which, no knock on San Antonio. We no, have a bunch of people that watch yeah. from San Antonio. All I'm saying that it's so funny that because like, because like people from El, people from El Paso are like, man, mama, we made it. We out here in the two one Oh, you know what I'm saying? Like, which, which, which shout out to San Antonio. Right? Shout out. <laughs> but, but we look anyway. the same y'all. We look the same in Texas. <laughs> but what I'm trying to say, what I'm trying to say is that, I, when I now looking back, I'm like I was juggling to who I was going to worship. Yes, man. Yes, that's yes, what I was doing. Man. Like wow. I was at my young adult years, I was that wrestle that you feel, like that wrestle that I was feeling, Cruz. Like, like I was feeling like discouraged and and almost like at, at times uh, at a loss for like knowing what to do, overwhelmed and um, feeling like I was going to miss out. Like maybe that feeling of missing out is 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 you're hard deciding who he's going to worship, who he's going to go after. I hear the Lord saying to somebody like surrender. Yeah. Like surrender it all. And we're literally like putting all that, our dreams, our heart desires, our family, finances, spouse at his feet. Stop struggling everywhere. And like, take a moment. If you, if you're at home, like, I feel the Lord, like get on your knees and surrender it, surrender it all to him. Have a moment and say, Lord, you know what? I'm done struggling. And maybe this was my fault. <laughs> and say, you know, I chose this. This this Dude. isn't where I was supposed to be. Confront yourself in the mirror. Surrender to the Lord and let him wash you and cleanse you right now. I love I love that you that you're bringing that up because what as you're speaking that the way it's resonating to me is this is how you begin to walk in the will of God is when you surrender your own will yeah. at the feet of Jesus. You can't have God's will yeah. if you don't give one in return. Right. You can't. Yeah, you can't, you know, now the goal is that, you know, God's will and you align your will to his will to, you know, 
to Diana's point, I love that you brought, brought it up. Romans 12, one, mm-hmm. one, one of my favorites in the message. Every day. So here's what I want you to do. God helping you. You need God's help. Yes. Like you can't do God's will without God's help. I want to pause this. Like Romans 12 in the message version, version, look it up, read it. Like it's so good. It's Go beautiful. Ahead. It's so right? good. So here's what I want you to do. God helping you take your everyday ordinary life. You want to know what God's will is for? It's for your everyday ordinary, ordinary life. life. Watch your sleeping life, your eating, your going to work and walking around life and place it before God as an offering. Surrender. Like you seat. cannot have God's will until you submit your life yes. at his feet, mm-hmm. right? Colossians three seventeen said it this way, whatever you do, no matter what it is, do it independence Ooh, on, Jesus, on Jesus, independence upon his person. So what does that sound like? Like it takes your every aspect of your life and you just say, you put it at Jesus's feet yeah. and you say, I need you. Yeah. Like I, I need you. I, I don't need my this. way. Mm-hmm. I, I don't need my way. I don't need that job. I, that job means nothing if I don't have you. If I don't have you. That moving to that city means nothing if I'm not in alignment with you. Getting all that money getting the spouse and you can fill in the blanks, right? Yeah. But the way I see it in my head while you were saying it was us literally le- legit looking at the, at, at looking at the span of our lives and finding all the pagan altars that yeah. we've built of our yeah. own will and going and finding the aspects of our life that we've placed on, on those altars as an offering and picking them up and say, no, you don't get this offering anymore. And this job, you don't get this offering anymore. And this, yeah, this yeah, thing, yeah. you don't get this. And, and you bring it to the feet of Jesus, which look, we have a lowly savior. Now he's beautiful. Mm-hmm. He's beautiful. And the glorified Christ is magnificent. Yeah. Yeah. But when he was in, in human form, he, he was, was lowly. lowly and he was a servant and he was humble. And this is why it's hard for us to submit to the true will because it calls us to a life of humility yeah. and yeah. servitude yeah. to the Father and to the risen Christ and to the spirit of the living mm-hmm. God, right? And But what it is, when what Diana is saying is, I want you to think that, right? What, what, what Diana said in a time of surrender, and you go find all the different altars because we yes. all have altars yeah. that we've placed the pieces of our everyday ordinary on those altars. We t- take them off and remove them and bring them to the feet of this beautiful savior who's a servant, who's available, who's close, and may not look as glamorous and as sexy and as welcoming. Well, not welcoming, but as like just flashy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I I, I reposted something today on my story and it said like, follow the ones who finish, not the ones who are flashy. Mm -hmm. Right? And say, Lord, Lord, you're you're the author and the finisher. You've already finished so I'm going to follow you. Whatever that looks like, wherever that leads me, I don't want to go if you're not there, right? And so like, so look, this is what he says. So take your life, your everyday ordinary life, your sleeping, your eating, going to work, walking around life, and place it before God as an offering. Look at this. Embracing what God does for you is the best thing you can do for him, Ooh. right? So you want to know what God's will, I just want to do God's will. Then embrace what he's already done yeah. for you. Yeah. And you take, you take that into everything you do. And if you take that right there, man, I'm saved. I'm born again. I'm of a new nature. I'm a child of God. And everything I do is going to speak of that. Yep, you right? love that's, back that, that way. That's what Colossians 3.17 says. I do it in, in, in his nature. I do it in dependence on him. And I do it to the glory of the Father God. through Christ. Right, your life glorifies God when you embrace what He did, and you take that. So that 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 Starbucks job you're complaining about, stop complaining about the will of God and start start living out the will of God. Does that make sense? 
Yeah, that makes me like the handle that I think about is like it's the will of God is more about being than doing. Yes, sir. It's more about being than doing because you're gonna get to do a lot in your life, a lot. You're, you're gonna going have a to lot do. To, yes, you have a long life, mm-hmm. man. But with what the Lord is after is your being. Who your are being. you becoming? That's what He cares about. And I pray Felipe. that you become like my son, like Christ. Mm, exactly. yeah. That's that what only, He cares yeah. about. And that only happens with surrender to Him. He doesn't care about the job you get. He cares about who you're becoming yeah. as you do that job. Amen. What good is that you're a pastor? That you become a world-renowned preacher and then you lose your family because yep. you couldn't be faithful to your spouse. Wow. Amen. What yes. good is that you gain the world, you lose your life. You lose right. your soul. Right. Amen. You know? That was a good talk, guys. Yeah, this is how. I, I really believe it. This is how you you know the will of God, that whatever you do can become the will of God whenever you do it God's, God's way. way. Amen. Selah. Peace. That's yeah. a good talk. That was yeah. good. This is how. Thank you, Father. Amen. 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 Hey, listen, this is how you can help us get the pod out there. Okay, like, like you can be a part of this community. You're already a, you're already a consumer, a part a, a spectator. But we want you to be a participator. We want you to be a contributor. So do this for us if you haven't already. Keep liking, keep sharing. Turn on the if you're on YouTube, hello. Turn on the bell notification. That way you get you get all the alerts, man, and you just get to rock with us. Share it on your Instagram if you're on Apple Pod or Spotify. Just leave us a review. It just helps us. Yeah. It helps us fight the algorithm and make the algorithm work for us. All right. So we're just grateful for everyone that's already doing that. I mean, you guys are so kind. You're just, man, you're the best. Absolutely the best. And so we're just grateful that we get to serve you. We love you guys. Hey, if you're not following us already on social, go to at this prime culture and hit hit follow. Hit alerts. Turn on alerts for when we post. You'll get to see everything that's happening at the culture. We're excited for 2024. Yeah. About to be bananas. All right. Until next time. We love love you. you. This is how.